0: Sogatano, allow me to commend you on your efforts today. You've been quite a worthy opponent.
1: Can you not get me any more power?
0: I regret we haven't met face to face, and perhaps now we never shall. Still, I know you because I knew your master. I concluded your strategies would be similar. One wonders just how similar you might become. Perhaps this is where a ronin such as you belongs. Today, victory is mine. Long live the Empire.
2: Once again, Bucketheads, Maevar Tigar. welcome to our 220th scintillatingly Skype-based episode of MandoVision, Nargai Tom, and I am your host on this podcast, thank you so much for checking out our small independent Star Wars show, we are so glad that you are here, please find us on social media, we're at Mando underscore vision on Twitter and Instagram, email the show at MandoVisionTom at gmail.com, make sure to like, subscribe, follow, and share this show, with all the Mandalorians in your covert. All right, everyone, we're back. It is the week after the conclusion of what we assume is season one of Ahsoka. Uh, And we're going to be joining our good friend, uh, joining with our good friend, Reagan from the Come On Is So Good podcast uh, to discuss everything Ahsoka-based. And, 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 you know, I, I suspect there'll be a fair amount of speculating on things to come for the next season of Ahsoka. I suspect it's only a matter of time before a season two is officially announced. You know, it, it's, we're, we are not far removed from the writer strike being resolved, uh, and, and there seems to be positive uh, energy, positive momentum going forward on a resolution towards the actor's strike. Uh, and that, that would probably be when I imagine, like, once those things are sort of resolved, once those, those labor issues are resolved, I feel like it's only a matter of time before the, 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 all these studios start announcing, you know, production's resuming, production's kicking off, continuations of series. All these things will start happening. Uh, you'll be able to go back to your favorite entertainment based websites and actually get real news instead of them making a list of various things to, to occupy their time while they wait for uh, the beat that they covered to return to, to, norm, to I guess, something resembling normality. Uh, but yeah, so we're gonna get into Ahsoka pretty, pretty big time this this episode. We're gonna talk about everything from episode one through eight. We're we're gonna talk about everything that we liked, some of the nits we have to pick, and every everything in between. You know, I, I, I really I'm gonna put on the record right now. I did really really enjoy this series. Uh, anytime we discussed it on the podcast, and I, and I had my nits to pick, it was it was because well you know that's what we do on the podcast. You know, we want to be uh, supportive, but, you know, we, we're we're here to have a conversation, you know, it's okay to to uh, uh, not like certain aspects or like, oh, I wish they made a different choice there. It doesn't detract from your enjoyment if you don't let it. And and that's the thing that I, I try to remind everybody that as, as we uh, uh, become more immersed in in the, the Disney era of Star Wars, right? There's going to be missteps. They're going to make some choices that maybe we don't all agree with. But I think by and large, the Ahsoka series made a lot of really good choices. I have a lot of questions about some of them. Um and, and, you know, a lot of my concerns stem from, from the fact that, I was like oh, man, I just wish we had more information. I wish they were giving us more information here uh, as, as the show sort of uh, evolved. And we'll talk about all that with our good friend Reagan. I'm sure he has his opinions. Uh, I, I have not picked his brain too much on his thoughts on the show uh, so, so as to have a more lively conversation with Reagan as, as we get into the show. And, yeah, so I don't know where he's going to be coming from, what his point of view is, how he's going to look at things. So this will all be a big surprise to me uh, because I have intentionally avoided getting too much into this with him. (laughs) Very cursory conversations about the show uh, as it was airing. But, yeah, we'll get get it all out right now. Uh, If anyone is noticing uh, a a different timbre of my voice, I am getting over an illness that uh, was pretty intense. (laughs) But we've rallied. And and other than, than a little bit of a, a growliness to my vocals, uh, we're doing a okay, and the show will proceed as it has been intended to. All right, so I think with that being said, we're gonna go ahead and link up with our good friend Reagan uh, right after this little bump, because uh, what else would would we would, would what else how else would we transition if we didn't have a nice bumper from the Grand Admiral himself? Uh, and I, I'm picking a very specific one, and and you know you'll know it as a fan of the of the Ahsoka series. From that final episode, uh, because I suspect that much like Ahsoka Tano herself, uh, there will be no negotiations with Regan from Come On It's So Good. So, (laughs) you know what time it is, strap on your buckets, let's
0: go. Rain hellfire upon them. There'll be no negotiating with the apprentice of Anakin Skywalker.
2: All right, joining us now via the power of Skype... My buckethead brother, Reagan from the Come On Is So Good podcast. How are you doing, sir? Great to see you again.
1: Uh, oh, greetings, programs. <laughs> see if I still remember how to do this show.
2: <laughs> this show or your show?
1: Yeah, my <laughs> show. I remember.
2: I was gonna say your show. You probably finally have down pat.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: it's,
1: it's hit and miss sometimes. It's, I make a mistake every show. I like guess my first.
2: Well, it's been a little while since we've had a chance to talk. Why don't you uh, fill in? Uh, Buckethead Nation, on what's been going on on the Come On It's So Good podcast recently.
1: Let's see. We just concluded a sports month where we watched great films such as, oh, Juggers. Salute to the Jugger, But it's also called, um,
2: <laughs> what?
1: with Rutger Hauer.
2: Oh, Rollerball? <laughs>
1: no, we, 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 Rollerball will be out this week when this releases.
0: Oh, we Rutger watched Star Trek
1: Troopers. Okay. So It's not surviving the game. I watched this movie a ton. I love it. What? It's salute to the jugger. I,
2: I really threw you off with of this question. I'm a little.
1: You did. You did. I, and I tried to, you know, if I record a lot of shows.
2: <laughs> well, you know, you got to make sure you don't you don't spill the beans for the upcoming ones as well. Because you guys are. Yeah. Really well,
1: that's a we're, we're about to do the blood of heroes. It's the movie I'm talking about. With Rutger Hauer. Yes. From the from the 80s. It's great. It's a fantastic film. But for Toberfest, our horse Toberfest uh, should be starting next week. You also
2: got the Running Man out recently too.
1: Yes, that was part of our sports. Uh, you know, it's a game show, sports game show.
2: <laughs>
1: Starship Troopers was in there because they play uh, jump ball for like thirty-five, forty seconds in that movie.
2: You didn't want to do Harry Potter playing Quidditch or anything?
1: Not yet. I'm waiting to watch Harry Potter with you, so you can finally join the Potterverse. <laughs> I'll uh, probably have it one day One day We gotta watch an Alan Rickman movie It is October oh You're breaking gosh. tradition already I, so. am, I, I am I know it's been it's been, it's been
2: it's been It's been It's been a rough summer into fall for me That's for sure I, oh,
1: I know a World Traveler I know
2: <laughs> And Ahsoka Keeping me busy
1: Yeah Ahsoka got Loki
2: Loki Oh gosh Let's Let's
1: yeah, I know We're not here to talk oh about my, that Oh my goodness It exists though We can't pretend it doesn't Yeah
2: But, but again Han Superfest can fall when we want it to fall <laughs>
1: That's true.
2: We're in charge.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're the captain now.
2: <laughs> well, let's get it into it, because we're here to talk about Ahsoka. It wrapped up last week. Eight episodes. Um, yep. Flew by, I think.
1: <laughs> I think it was eight weeks pretty yeah. quick.
2: Well, I guess seven, really, was like the hour, or, or the, the two yeah, episodes yeah. on the first day. It was, it
1: was, it was two the first. Yeah.
2: So, but, I mean, it, it flew by. It went insanely fast. I love the release schedule. I loved having it come out Tuesday evenings. You know, you watch them at your, at your convenience, have a podcast the next day. Worked out great for me. How about you?
1: It did. There were a couple times when it was like 8.30. And I was like, oh, you know what? Osoka oh, comes out today. I'm going to go watch it. And I thought, like, ooh, I'm getting blocked by the 9, 9 p.m. thing. Like, it's old school television. It was really <laughs> annoying at times.
2: It was, it was a little tricky a, a couple times. My, my work schedule for the first stretch of episodes was, was, meant I wasn't home when it dropped anyway. So it would be out by the time I got home, which was great. The last couple of episodes, I was doing that that watching the clock thing. I'm like, ooh, it should be – it's almost 6 o'clock here. I can get that pretty soon, and I queue it up. And, you know, when the shows used to drop at midnight, Disney wasn't so strict about, it. like, oh, you might be able to find it like, 1150. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, it's there already, 10 minutes early, boom. No, they were real tight on that, that 6 o'clock, 9 p.m. Eastern uh, drop time. They were real strict about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know.
2: And I didn't care for that part of it, but – Still, so, it was it was nice to have the show here when I was not at work and when I was home from work. Yeah, I did enjoy that aspect. Not having to stay up till like one, 1.30 in the morning.
1: Nice. That's Appreciate yes, that. I didn't have to stay up like super late Monday night just because it's technically wink, wink midnight. Right. So, so that yes, that was nice.
2: All right, so give me the, give me the broad stroke here. Like overall, thumbs up on this show or thumbs down on this show?
1: Thumbs up on this show. I did realize things about myself that I am not the biggest fan of Rebels, as I thought I was. Really? Yeah. There's a lot of stuff of Rebels I don't care for.
2: (laughs) Would would you like to go into that a little bit? Because I suspect it may tie some things together here.
1: I mean, any force-sensitive animal? Not interested. (laughs) You know what one of my favorite parts was? When those stupid whales went through the minefield, I thought, Good. I mean, I didn't want to actually see them die. I might say that on my podcast.
2: Oh my my gosh.
1: (laughs) Also, in the the climax, Ahsoka and the quote unquote good guys are chasing our hero and trying to get on his ship. (laughs) I was actively rooting against them. So you're. I was rooting against Ahsoka. In her own show. And I I don't like being on this side.
2: <laughs> so so your Thron love uh, yeah. overshadowed everything else in the show.
1: Yeah, well, then also he brings out this Enoch dude with a gold face. And I'm like, I love whatever this guy's about. <laughs> he didn't even have to say a word. He just looked cool.
2: Yeah, uh, well... <laughs>
1: Yeah. It's old school Boba Fett.
2: A, a little surprised. Empire we, Strikes
1: we, Back, where you're a, like, oh, that guy's cool.
2: A little surprised we didn't get a big reveal on on Captain Enoch here. Yeah. Uh, no. You know, played by Wes Chatham from one of our favorite shows, from The Expanse. Yeah, The Expanse. So I was like, why aren't you dropping that guy's good looking face into the show? What's going on here? <laughs> like, what's happening?
1: I, I I think he's alien. I think he's like, like uh, Dathomirian or.
2: I mean, l- listen.
1: So I, I think he's going to look like Maul, and they want to save that for a cool reveal.
2: So you think he's like, like, like a night brother?
1: Yeah. And they don't want to pay for all the makeup until they have to pay for some of the makeup.
2: I mean, West Chatham would be a pretty good-looking Death of Mary, like a, like a night brother. Yeah. He'd look pretty good. Yeah. At he,
1: yeah that. Look, he has a great jaw for it. The jawline. It's jaw going to look, per, it's gonna look I mean, pretty red. Yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> it, it adds up. My my brother did think he might be like a zombie, like one of the the witch magic zombies. Right. Okay. But we don't we don't hear the other guys talk after they get dead troop, dead death troopered, <laughs> whatever, zombified. <laughs> right.
2: Like. Once once the magic comes into put into play. Yeah. All right. So. I know you and I had texted at one point during the show, one of the few conversations we had when the show was airing when it was like, yeah. when's wrong going to be on this thing because it did seem mm-hmm. it, did feel like it did feel like it took a little bit to get where we were going way had, too long. They had to lay a lot of track, and you know I was I was here for it. I was fine with it it, it just I was sort of like okay we, we can we can move this along a little bit faster I, I wish the pacing was a little bit more up tempo. That's probably like my biggest critique of the series It was like, I wish things just happened a little bit faster um but let's kind of go back to the beginning because, like, those first two episodes when they dropped, I think a lot of us, Rebels fans or not, had questions like, wait, Sabine was doing what now in her downtime? <laughs> like, there's this – now there's this, this whole period where we're like, wait, Ahsoka and Sabine were training as Jedi? A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Did, 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 did that come out of the blue for you or were you sort of like, yeah. oh, okay, sure, I see it?
1: I, honestly, I was like, did I miss that in the end of the show? Because. Season four is a little wonky where, like, I really have trouble focusing on it.
2: <laughs> okay, okay.
1: And it involves Thrawn, and I still have trouble. And I've watched it multiple times to try and...
2: Sure, there's a lot of threads that are pulling together there in that final season.
1: So I I was like, did, and it's been, a, it's been a while. Okay. So I, I did do an Ahsoka catch-up where, I like, I reread the old book. Yeah, yep. And I, and I watched all her, like, um, last, like, two years of Clone Wars stuff. The, That's nice. Like I, you know, I watched a, a bunch of like, um, uh, what, what was that? Tales of the Jedi. I watched that. Oh, again. Sure. But just, just, just her stuff. Okay. I didn't watch the Dooku stuff because there's Dooku's not going to be in this show. I don't need to re Dooku myself.
2: <laughs> really? <laughs> I mean, I could. This is good. It's a good watch. I actually am into that new verbiage, re Dooku. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we may incorporate that into the show more.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of <laughs> into that.
2: That's cool. I still got a couple of seasons of Clone Wars to finish. I could reduku myself for a little bit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Anytime time he shows up and they're they're back in the patch, be like, "Look, oh, it's a reduku episode." Or...
2: Uh, all right. So so you've rewatched Rebels a couple of times, and, and like you said though, you, you're not as big a fan as you think you are, or you thought you were. No. Okay.
1: Yeah. So that kinda kind of, of bumps me out a little bit.
2: Did that kind of taint those early episodes there where it was sort of like, you know, a, no, you, Rebels you reunion. still
1: want you still want the reunion, you still get that feel. Like at the end, Ezra and Chopper Yeah. Yeah. You're like, Oh, that's that's great. Like that that, you know, reunion is nice. You know, Zeb's not there. And I was like, he he exists. He's around. You've yeah, we, paid for you've paid for that that model already. Uh, that effect exists. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, you know, the the the, the season. Looking about it now, at it now. I mean, uh, I I think I sort of talked about it a couple weeks ago. Where it's it's a lot of getting pieces into place to set big things up. You know, because. The stakes at the beginning of the show, the stakes at the end of the show. It's the same show from beginning to end. Like, oh, we got to try and stop Thrawn. Well, guess what? That didn't happen. So there's no no e- escalating of, of uh, tension as far as the drama goes. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I did like seeing the Rebels characters come to life. You know, it was nice to see like Hera and Jason and all these characters that we were introduced to in animation. Uh, and, you know, make that transition because now we can use them in more stories, which is cool.
1: Yeah. Do you think they're going to start hiding younger Jedi characters like Groku, like Jason, and be like, oh, guess what? You're going to this other galaxy while Kylo Ren murders everybody. <laughs> and then you can come back later on as adults.
0: <laughs>
1: like, do you think they're going to start hiding their properties, Cornhorn uh, style? Love me
2: some Cornhorn. That's a great reference. Yeah. Eh.
1: <laughs> Nobody's going to kill this character but me.
2: I, I mean, that, that that was sort of – I feel like that was sort of – that's that's sort of the end of Rebels to begin with. I mean, like they, they give you the reason why Thrawn's not there for the Galactic Civil War when the Rebellion really yeah. kicks off. They give you a reason why there's not another Jedi in the galaxy because Kanan dies and Ezra's in another galaxy. And, the, you know, apparently Sabine was just like low-key with Ahsoka somewhere else doing other things, which we still don't have an explanation yeah, we, for. Yeah, we still don't know where she was. I'd still really like to know more about that. I'd still really like to know about when Ahsoka met Luke for the first time. Like, when do we get these moments?
1: I mean, so you you wanted to bring back CGI Luke again?
2: Listen, Star Wars, so Disney slash Star Wars has sort of made their bed, in my opinion. They want to live in this, this era of Luke Skywalker, Han Solo and Princess Leia. And if you're just Mm going to act like they don't exist, then why are we even here?
1: Well, I mean, they, they named out Princess Leia. I bring it up on my podcast where I, I ask, are we going to get a CGI Leia? Or is it going to finally bite the bullet and start recasting and letting another generation of actors play these, these characters? Yeah.
2: I mean, I think... I I Personally, I think legacy characters have to have actual legacies. Like, you need to have new people play them. Carry yeah. on the tradition. Let it happen. It just... You know, the, yeah, maybe there's a segment of fandom that's going to fight you, but tell them to suck it. They're still going to watch
1: they're, it. They're, yeah, they're all going to fight you, but it, it's nice. You could be like, who, you know, each Han Solo will bring something different to the character, a different interpretation. Yeah. You might not like one movie's version, but it's okay. They're going to make more.
2: I mean, how many Batman have there been? How many James Bonds have there been? I mean, like this, this is... How like, many
1: Captain Kirks?
2: Right. Like, this is this is... <laughs> <laughs> they're they're extremely they're very much limiting themselves if they're going to play this game where like okay we want we want to exist in this timeline where Luke is like the premier Jedi Knight but we're never going to have him in any stories because Mark Hamill's old and we don't want to CGI him like what are you doing yeah. you're you're I, I feel like if you're going to play that game you're cheating the fans yeah yeah you can't, and, and you can't especially
1: have... after showing him like if they didn't show him like Luke went off in in this version to start that school and he took himself out of the equation. Right, but you've you've shown him come back, yeah. and
2: No, and, and I, you you can I, I don't think you can have Ezra be like you know alt Luke. You know, the the, the substitute yeah. Luke Skywalker for the storyline that
1: they're doing. Oh, well, that's why, because they they say heir to the Empire and stuff in the trailer for this. Right, he's coming back instead of a clone army. He now has a zombie army. Right, is Ezra going to be like the Luke character and Sabine the Myra Jade?
2: I mean, I wonder.
1: But... Or is um, um what, what's the blonde? Um, no, Shin. Dark Jedi Shin. Yeah. Or is she going to be like the Meyer Jade? Although she didn't really have any interaction with Ezra, so that that analogy to the book is nothing.
2: No, I mean, and that's sort of the thing. Like, I, I if they if they do if they do like loose adaptations of of those books, I think they're going to be very very different. Like, they're, yeah. they're they're definitely going down different territory. But I mean oh yeah
1: they they're going to also down a path I don't want to follow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so so uh, I mean before I kind of get into more of the characters so like like what was the biggest like when you say that what exactly do you mean? Go ahead and elaborate. Get into it.
1: You oh that you know? it, it's um the father, the brother and the the sister, the the, the daughter, yeah. More more the Mortis, yeah the daughter. More the gods more Mortis. Mortis. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You don't want yeah. to do that. You don't play that game?
1: No, I didn't like the that trilogy of episodes when it first happened. I was like, "Oh, this is not my you know, this is not my favorite Star Wars." But it's only three episodes. I don't say I hope we never go back. And then they've hinted at it.
2: I mean, they've hinted. in Rebels hint, and they're leading to it pretty hard at the end of Ahsoka. I mean,
1: yeah, you're going back whether we're there, (laughs) we're there. There's a big statue, and I was – honestly, it was like um, at the end of Spaceballs <laughs> when they're climbing out of the nose of robo <laughs> and I'm like, well, shoot.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. But I, I,
1: I, I get why people like it. It's – but I'm also t- – because I really like the witches. I think the witches are cool. So I don't – I'm really conflicted. Maybe I maybe I haven't given it a fair shake in my old age. I just shook my fist at it and ran from it.
2: I, I mean, it's, the only thing I'm I'm sort of tired of with, with the Gods of Mortis arc is like I'm just sort of tired of everyone trying to figure out who represents who <laughs> in, in, yeah. in the Star Wars character. I'm just like – just let them tell their story, man. You know? <laughs> Obviously, we know that Ahsoka and the daughter are linked together because yeah. she sacrificed herself to bring Ahsoka back to life for Anakin yeah it was supposed to be a representation of the son but i'm not so sure is very much the case anymore and then i got tired of people telling me that anik is now the father and i was like he's dead i don't i don't understand mm-hmm. <laughs> but let again let them tell their
1: story wouldn't baron be the father at this point point? and then i don't know jace or sabine i don't know i'm just gonna love to tell me That's, i'm gonna love yeah, to tell me I, and and then <laughs> i'll probably be like no sir I don't like it
2: when you're when you're getting into like force philosophies. I, I, I think there's a lot of um, ambiguity and I'd rather than <laughs> just tell me the story. Instead yeah, there, of me, there's like, a ton of wiggle room. Yeah. Instead <laughs> yeah. of me trying to like, sit here and like, you know, analyze things with that without having, you know, try to put together like a puzzle without knowing what the picture is. You know, like, oh, I'll wait. Show me the picture and then we can figure it out. Yeah. You know, then we can contextualize everything properly but i mean yeah i mean you know you you mentioned it right there they, they tease it right there balin on you know on the on the finger of the statue looking out towards mordor to, to find the one ring to rule them all or whatever it is he's looking for like mm-hmm. what's he looking for come on give me your best guess
1: your fong
2: <laughs> <Uuzang> Namanor,
1: <laughs> Namanor is on this planet it's it's my last hope is that's what Thrawn helped the 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 sisters defeat okay and he pushed them back. They've they've run away from him. But it, he's had great losses. Now that he's gone, maybe my warrior dudes can come back.
2: <laughs> so you're not you're not leaning towards like uh, it's been an online rumor for a while. We talked a little bit about it on on our, our podcast. The whole Abeloth
1: idea, like like the sort of like it's, a Force God. Yes, yeah, not a fan of the Force God. Abeloth. It, it's I nuts. heard you talk about it. I mentioned it in one of mine. Yeah. where I couldn't remember Abeloth's name. I Don't want it.
2: <laughs> I know it don't drove want. you. In, it, that character drove you and I batty when those books were coming
1: out. <laughs> oh, so like, we're about not, to
2: win, and then they narrowly escape yet again. It's like yeah, it was like, yeah. was like Batman and the Joker all over again. No yes, thanks. But
1: I'll I'll be back. Curse you and. Mm-hmm. That's what I Like, but it also might be the Grisk from the Thrawn books. Yeah. Which I'm not a big fan of them as well. But it's just I also don't know anything about them, and I've read six books. Yeah, because they're so secretive, you don't know anything about them.
2: Yeah, we don't seem all—they don't seem all that interested in pushing any of the um, like Thrawn backstory stuff. You know, no, no mm-hmm. Chiss Ascendancy, no, you know, the Griz. Oh, that, season of that two. Stuff.
1: You're getting Ascendancy. You think Eli so? Eli is showing up as <laughs> a Grand Admiral in the Ascendancy, and you're going to be like, yes,
2: Eli Vanto from the books.
1: Eh. <laughs> that hayseed. <laughs> Love him, love him. One of my favorite things about those books, and they really—the last trilogy—don't even mention him. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I love the show. Kind of teasing these things, like I want to know what Balin's up to. I, I, I wish yeah. I had a little bit more clarity on what's going on with, with Shin Hati. But I want to know more. I want their backstories. And I'm now, you know, we talked about recasting. Balin is a character that I'm insanely curious about, and and the tragic passing of Ray Stevenson too soon. Uh, yeah, like I don't want his story cut short because of that. Like,
1: uh, I think he's gonna like move a rock and get hit by like fourth lightning, or he he's gonna be wearing a mask and be the same character who's never gonna see Ray Stevenson's face. That's
2: fine if you want to disfigure him to, to yeah. like, honor Ray in some way. Sure, okay, uh, I'll I'll accept that. I mean, if you're doing it within the, story, the confines of the story, great. But, yeah, don't don't cut Balin's story short. Like He's a I, – I found him to be a fascinating character. I, I want to know more about him, what he's been up to, how he found Shin-Hati.
1: Yeah, uh, where he's been for 20 years. I'm even
2: curious about the whole misdirect with, with the Maruk character. Like, tell me more about that sad sack before you got gutted and turned into Nice Sister Vapor or whatever it was.
1: Uh, the best we had – our best theory is he was just a dead inquisitor. Uh, dead inquisitor, inquisitor. yeah. That they just put the zombie fluid into. That that's that's it.
2: No, and like I would be, I'm perfectly fine with that. Like I just, what doesn't what a have weird head fake, amazing, though. But it, it was a great head fake, right? Like the yeah. internet was so distracted trying to figure out who this character was that they were like, yeah, he's nobody. Got him.
1: We spend thirty <laughs> minutes of a podcast talking about who is in it and how important it must be. <laughs>
2: Did you guys so, learn any, any anything concrete? Any, oh any? no,
1: we our first episode we did on the first three.
2: Yeah,
1: we make seven, eight, nine predictions <laughs> that were all immediately disproven in the next episode. It was amazing. We've never been so wrong. So if you want to hear somebody be wildly wrong guessing about Star Wars, ah, I can't wait. I'm going. I'm
2: going back. I'm queuing that up right after we're done recording. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be wild. Wow, they're way off.
1: They're all over the place.
2: I love it. Yep. No, I love yep, it. Yep. I, I make fun of the uh, I make fun of the internet on here all the time for for their wild guesses and theories that make no sense. So I mean, it's, it's, wh- there's,
1: some, there's nothing I love more than just spitballing with friends <laughs> yeah. and trying to think of the wildest thing that could possibly happen. Because if it it's the one in a million shot, if it does, you have bragging rights for the rest of your life.
2: Oh, I remember us standing in line to see the Phantom Menace, and you're like, oh, yeah. "Maul is Anakin's brother," and I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> It like, could have happened. happened. <laughs> it's gonna happen. And I was like, if you're right, I'm gonna be so angry with you.
1: <laughs> Look, sometimes you make wild decisions. And I think he—I think I said he was like Palpatine's son or something yeah, like maybe. that. Yeah, I, maybe.
2: I—I thought it was Anakin's brother, but maybe I have misremembered the story over the 25 years since or whatever it was.
1: <laughs> Look, we didn't know. The internet was new then. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
2: so uh, I want to go back to something you touched on because, again, I, I wanted to get your uh, thoughts. And uh, uh, clearly, you and I are on the same page already. Like, clearly, Thrawn's been doing – something's been going on with Thrawn while he's out there, while he's, while he's been in exile. He's fought somebody, right? Like, they just haven't been – like, Stormtrooper yeah, Armour they... and the ship's in that condition, not because it's deteriorating because it's been so long with no maintenance. Like, they, they were in combat with somebody, right? Like, yeah, right? they've
1: been fighting constantly. He says we've taken heavy losses.
2: right. But, I mean, clearly not from those bandits. So, like, do we see the threat? Will oh. that be revealed in Season 2 with Ahsoka? Uh, I,
1: I, I think it's going to be Season 2, and I think it's going to be half with Ezra in our universe, mm-hmm. half in whatever, Universe B. I don't even think they gave it a name.
2: Yeah, we just had the planet, the, the Pridia.
1: Yeah. And I think the threat's going to come back once it realizes that Star destroyer is gone. Yeah, because if it's not, it's just Ahsoka and Sabine hanging out with crab people, you know, fighting Raiders. Not the which, Oakland, which, not the
2: Vegas Raiders, though.
1: No, not them. <laughs> Slightly worse Raiders, if that's Slightly. to be believed.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm I, I'm so intrigued by everything. Like, I, I again, it's Star Wars. I get it. This is what they do. Mm-hmm. They where they yeah. they just don't tell you what happened before. You know, it's like. <laughs> You get like a vague reference to like the Clone Wars in the first movie and you're like, well, that sounds cool. Tell me more. And you're
1: like, nope. Nope. <laughs> you got to wait 20 years.
2: Yeah. So I was like, oh, great. They're just going to string this along. Classic Star Wars style, I guess. But yeah, okay. So where do I want to go next? Uh, I mean, what did you, what did you think of? Of Thrawn's alliance with the Knight Sisters, did like when you Loved first it. when you first read the Courtship of Princess Leia back in the day, did you ever think the Death of Mary Knight Sisters would be this big?
1: No, I never <laughs> thought they'd be anything ever.
2: Like that book is so wild and crazy, and the fact that a couple of ideas from it have have transitioned into the new canon first, you know, being reintroduced in the Clone Wars and now in live action as well—that's
1: wild. <laughs> They're also retconning. Um... Battle for Endor, which as she's a night sister yeah, now, they did the one who, that, gave, yes. the yes. one who gave, turned into they're a turned crow,
2: into a bird. Yeah.
1: She has no other night sister magic. She must be really low on her ball magic or whatever, wherever <laughs> they get their power from. Right. Oh, yes. I, I did I have a they... lot. You want to hear my wild speculation on why they're Cause the, the show ends and they're at, um,
2: they go to death. Dathomir. Yeah.
1: And I was trying to remember at the end of the Sabine or not Sabine. Um, Ventress book. Where is she buried? Was she, did, he, did he take her back to her homeworld and bury her with her, her kind? I do not remember. I think he did.
2: So you think they're going to go resurrect Asajj Ventress?
1: Asajj Ventress, zombie style. Get ready for it. That was my wild, wild uh, parting thought.
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know. That seems outlandish, but you know what? I like it. I'm in for yeah. it. I'm here
1: for it. I was like, all "It's day. so crazy. It's never gonna happen." But if it does, <laughs> it's gonna be wild.
2: So I, you're, you're you're cool with that with that partnership, Thrawn and the Night Sisters. You're cool with it. it. it sort of feels,
1: it feels something. Like, it it feels exactly something Thrawn would do.
2: It does. Strategic, though. it, it, it is interesting that you know all of a sudden like the Night Sisters, the, the Death Mary Night Sisters, are from another galaxy, and you're like, I actually really enjoyed that reveal. Yeah, but I was like, it just felt so far out of left field. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like something that's never been hinted at even before.
1: Well, I, I, I was wondering, are they from another galaxy, or did they just go from Dathomir to this other galaxy?
2: I, I, I have to go back to the show, but I thought they said that they left their I, galaxy, their home galaxy. That's their home galaxy. They left it because of a, some sort of threat, probably the one that Thrawn dealt with. Yeah, the to bomb? go to Dathomir, mm-hmm. you know, right in, right in the whales, like, like Ahsoka did to get there. That was. That's my recollection. Okay,
1: so they, they rode the whales over?
2: Yeah, they learned how to, like, harness the whales or something.
1: And then forgot.
2: Well... But I guess they're all dead. I'll have to go back to that, that first episode where they get to, to Peridium and we are do but, but I'm pretty sure there was a line about that, about how they uh, escaped I, I, I
1: guess the composite get, of our galaxy. She's building this big ring ship. I guess she has to, because the whales can't take the Star Destroyer back. Well, but mean, they took it there. The whales can definitely take it back.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. It's a part of their migra- migration pattern, apparently. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, and they, they can flex that in whenever they want and flex it however they want to do it. It, it does um, – It that was sort of an interesting revelation, right? Like, not, not only are the, the Night Sisters of Deathmare from another galaxy, but apparently, like, a long time ago, uh, the Jedi would just go back and forth between galaxies. They made it sound like it was something that happened on a pretty fairly regular basis, <laughs> and then it sounds like something must have happened – to the to like for them to like destroy that tech or whatever they were using because they're like oh no there's bad things over there we don't want them over here
1: they've never done that in like the high republic books which i haven't read them
2: uh i mean i'm I'm a little behind right now on on phase two but like they've not hinted at anything extra galactic
1: okay i wonder if they'll start to hint at that because that's what like that's only a few hundred years right
2: yeah, 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 yeah.
1: It's not like the 10,000 that the old Republic was.
2: Right. And like the 100,000 that they're teasing for like Dawn of the Jedi or whatever. Yeah. You know, so, and again, like I sort of, you know, I've talked about like, oh, maybe they're gonna use the, you know, in, in the Dawn of the Jedi book, like hypergates were a thing, you know, they, you know, uh, essentially Stargate kind of-esque technology. You know, do they uncover that? Is that how they find, get back to the main galaxy? Do they bring that tech back from the old, a universe canon. You know, there's a lot they can do here, and I'm, I'm very intrigued by what the ideas of what they could.
1: You you can't just pass matter through the force. So maybe so, if they think really hard, while they're all on the ship like holding hands? I was going to ask you about this
2: because I, I was <laughs> curious if this is what. Just the so nice you know, sisters, at home,
1: his eyes are closed so tight. He's kind of annoyed at what I just said to
0: him. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I was gonna ask you if you thought that's what the Nine Sisters did when they brought the Blade of Talzin into their oh, galaxy. A,
1: a billion Yes. Where else did it come from? That's what again, I, I I had to Google I was like, is that the same sword? From the Clone Wars, yeah. And I was like, yeah, it is, okay. No, you didn't you didn't
2: like my Mary Poppins purse idea from last <laughs> episode where I was like, Maybe they have like a, access to a pocket dimension <laughs> and they just keep all their cool stuff in there.
1: <laughs> Not so much. You're like,
2: nope, they just pass the it.
1: No, that's fine, but doesn't someone on the other side, while they're dying, have to open that pocket dimension and be like, I'm going to hide my sword in here. Hopefully there's ancestors in another galaxy that will check this pocket dimension when they finally get a fourth sister. It's it's like dry cleaning. If you have the ticket, you're good to go. So Morgan
2: Ellsworth clearly (laughs) had that dry cleaning ticket with her. She had that ticket. (laughs) Yeah, so she brought it over with her.
1: I am glad that they made her a night sister. I thought that was a nice touch. Their fight from the Mandalorian has always bothered me.
2: There was so many again, and, and, again, classic Star Wars. I had so many questions.
1: <laughs> yeah. how did she go toe to toe with one of the best fighting Jedi of, well, <laughs> of they, all they, time? They, they
2: kind of like painted her like some sort of warlord. Uh, yeah, and, and then like, you know, when they reintroduced the character this time around, it, you know, it was like, oh no, she's just some, some weird sort of sycophant of Thrawn. And I'm like, how does she know Thrawn? Like what, like, what are we getting at here? And then they talk about her. She, oh, no, she's an Imperial contractor. She would well, ships Yeah, she was a
1: contractor making ships.
2: Yeah, so like, that makes Ron more sense. Ron wanted
1: to get a ship. That all makes sense.
2: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm down with it now. And she then, was probably a
1: big booster for his tie program. <laughs> I
2: was like, that's the thing, right? Like, she's all about those ties he wanted. The tie defenders, big fan. Yeah. Big fan. Maybe she had the contract on those. So she had a lot of a lot of cash when Tarkin took it all for the Death Star. Yeah.
1: You know, oh, that...
2: <laughs> That's Tarkin I like that,
1: that I like that little fill where she's just like, Man, screw that Tarkin guy <laughs> taking nice imperial credits out of my bank account For some mystery project that no one knows about.
2: <laughs> oh man. I mean we've already talked about a lot of things I had on my notes here. Uh oh, let me ask you this. All right. We we right. obviously we are we are both fans of the Thrawn, uh Night Sister, Night Brother, the Mary Alliance. Um, as you and I are aged Star Wars fans uh, yes. <laughs> who, who read the original Throne tr- trilogy from Timothy Zahn, uh, do mm-hmm. you feel like they're using the to to an extent? Are the Death of Mary, are, are the Night Sisters like a, a, a sort of a substitute for the Nogri? Yes. Yeah, okay, you do. I thought doing. that the whole time. Thought okay.
1: it the whole time. <laughs> yeah. uh, do you think he's going to get some sort of force dampening creatures from somewhere?
2: I don't think so because he has the Night Sisters now, so you don't need that.
1: That might not affect the Night Sisters because I, I, I also think that the Night Sisters are taking the the Seaboth role uh, from the books,
2: especially if they're the And Pinterest, Also, Balin so. and uh, yeah. Especially if they were to reanimate Ventress, because, you know, ba- Balin I thought might be the substitute for Jorah Siboth initially, but clearly he's got his own agenda, and he's doing his own thing. Well, also,
1: Thrawn doesn't want to be near that dude. No, he doesn't like Jedi at all. No, <laughs> I get it. He's not going to play he, any crazy ones, for Thrawn sure. just lost nine years of his life, and he's been fighting, you know, God knows what. Right. Barely holding on with <laughs> one ship.
2: Uh, in his uniform, bit tattered. bit tattered. He's seen some stuff
1: still looks pretty good. <laughs> There's no dry cleaner on that ship. L- Listen, I'm not really
2: going to lie, man. I I was really re- I, I have been really, really excited seeing Thrawn in live action. I mean, this is yeah. something you and I have been talking about for a really, really long time. This is like a dream come true kind of scenario for us.
0: So mm-hmm. to, so to yep. see
2: it, you know, it was great when, it, when they brought him back into Rebels. I, I love that. That was phenomenal. But, but this was like the next thing. I was like, whoa, they're going here. This is awesome. They're making this stuff. All this all this stuff you and I used to hang around, talk about in your parents' kitchen is you happening. You not say never going to happen? Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's happening now. Like, you and I have lived to see it. We are in the golden age. <laughs> it's amazing.
1: Yeah, I used a, a super rare, if you're married, wife shush <laughs> during the Thrawn reveal <laughs> where I turn the TV off real loud and we're, we're laying in the bed together. She's reading or doing something. And so I just turn the TV off because I want to hear the music. I want to hear the, whoosh, whoosh, like the, the wind blowing. I want to hear it all. Yes, I don't sir. want to miss a thing. And she's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, Shh, it's happening. <laughs> this is what it's all about. <laughs> and it didn't disappoint, even a little bit.
2: My wife did something similar. She's like, "You're watching that really loud." It's like it's not loud enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you don't get it. <laughs> I've been with It's been since like nineteen ninety seven.
2: For you, for me, it was a couple years before yeah, that. It's, yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> I brought I brought those books to you and I'm like here, check these you out. You
1: You're like <laughs> check these out, they're pretty good. I mean they're great.
2: Yeah, no, I mean and like I mean that's sort of like the fun part, right? Like and I, I don't mean that in like a, when, when I ask if like the the Night Sisters are like a substitute for the, for the for Ruka and the, and the Nogrians, it's like I don't mean that as like a knock. I'm just sort of yeah. like, you and my I'm just kinda of comparing notes with, with another fan of the, the, the Zon books. You know, like,
0: yeah.
2: like I, I love that they're, they're bringing elements from those books in, but they're clearly doing their own thing. Like, like Filoni definitely has uh, the story he wants to tell, and, like, you know, he, he'll, yeah. he'll crib what he wants from those, those books, but he definitely has his own ideas, and I think that's really, really cool. So I'm excited for the unknown element of that.
1: Yeah, and the Hera and Ezra, they can take over for Talon card, my Jade in the in their ship. Um uh, ghost in the
2: ghost, yeah. Ghost? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to think what the card ship was. What was down card ship? The lady luck or something like that. No, that's no, Lando that ship. that was Lando's Ship.
2: Wasn't it, was it the, ship. like Wild Card or something? Like the Wild Card? Yeah, wild
1: card. <laughs> See, they had some clever days back in the day. You don't get that anymore.
2: <laughs> no, I you know, I, I said it like the like the third like I don't know, the third episode of review. I was like, Can we call the T six on the cool, please? I don't want to call it the T six. Yeah. Annoying.
1: That's what it is.
2: Give it a name. Surprise! It
1: doesn't have a nickname, right? <laughs> Maybe after the Boba Fett thing, they're like, "We're out of the nickname game. Everything's now going to be like tw- two one two one A one four A two dash B."
2: <laughs> you know, the, the Enterprise is still the Enterprise. You can call it NCC one seven zero one D if all you want. It's still the Enterprise, <laughs> though. Okay.
1: Unless it's the Titan. <laughs> Unless.
2: It's- Good lord! All right, all don't get right. me started on that. I already injected it's too much Star Trek into nonsense. This. I already injected too much Star Trek into this episode. We'll <laughs> oh, do your that.
1: fans get upset? Or they're like, you can't like both. You can't like multiple things. No, I get upset because I gotta, I gotta, oh. I gotta keep my house in order. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'll bring Farscape up in this right now.
2: I will. We, I mean, we already we, we acknowledge West Chatham from Farscape. Yeah. or no? No, you nope. said Farscape.
1: We said the Expanse. Mm. Sorry. Claudia
2: Black, another space whale. I mentioned that show. Yeah, (laughs) another space (laughs) whale, Moya. (laughs) Good Lord, Reagan, throw me off.
1: (laughs) And Claudia Black, amazing. What uh, national treasure?
2: So what's (laughs) from Australia? Australia. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we talked about Sabine and Ahsoka vaguely. Let's 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 get into it. Let's talk about. The, the big episode, the world between worlds, Ahsoka and Anakin Skywalker. Give me your thoughts. How'd it hit you?
1: Right in the feels.
2: It gotcha. Because uh, you... as
1: soon as he calls her snips,
2: <laughs> I, I really did enjoy the fact that this series, in particular, bridges the gap of those animated shows by by connecting all the eras basically together. Finally, right like so you you bring back Hayden Christensen and you you have him with his Padawan that he never even knew he had when he was Anakin Skywalker in those movies. And I you know, I loved kind of crossing that over and I loved the flashbacks with the young Ahsoka and him in the battle. All that stuff was incredible.
1: I didn't think it had to be a young Ahsoka. And if you were going to make a different Ahsoka, I was hoping they'd get um a- Ashley or what what Ashley who did the yeah, I was hoping she would get to be the younger Ahsoka, even though she's not younger. Think of work on it. It would just be somewhat different. I don't know. I don't know. But That's... it's all it's all in her mind. So she doesn't have to be the younger version of herself.
2: I I loved all of that so, so much. And I liked like, it as well, too. And but then, you it, know, obviously, like, the, the flashes of, of Anakin and, and, and Vader, when there'd when they, when be, like, that light change and like you see the outline of the silhouette of vader instead of like that's so freaking cool and when the blade, awesome. when, when the lightsaber goes red instead of blue like all of it it hits you in the right places and it's it's sort of like that moment that you've always wanted those characters to have that they never got to have at the at the end uh so i yeah. i was really excited about it and then when they brought the force ghost of anakin back at the end of the other at the last episode i was like i my freaking heart was in my throat which was very strange like, I cry at a lot of things, but that got me in a way I did not expect.
1: <laughs> I was so happy. I was like, oh, I really just want him to talk. And I didn't know if she could see Anakin and she just, like, Sabine can't. She can just feel a, a warm presence or whatever. Right. I was like, oh, maybe Ahsoka just wants it to herself for now while they're there.
2: It, it was, it was I, I thought it was a really cool uh, a, a moment for the Anakin character in particular, because you know for a long time, like I, th- I think you could look at it in in a sense that you know, Anakin's failings are are, are numerous, and he he failed many people by by t- by taking that turn. And in a sense he he still failed ahsoka, but in in many regards, he gave her all the tools to to be who she is and to be like this amazing survivor of, of a character who's who's come a long way. So in, in a sense, like they were saying that, you know, like like he tries to tell her in The World Between Worlds, it's like she's part of this legacy now. And just because he made a horrible choice doesn't mean she's going to make a horrible choice. And it just was like this beautiful moment for those characters to have. And it sort of crystallizes who Ahsoka is moving forward now. Yeah. Because, again, you know, I talked about it in the podcast, and you guys probably did as well. Like those first couple of episodes, you're like, why is Ahsoka so grumpy? <laughs> you know?
1: We, we talk about, like, we don't know why she is like she is. She's not like she is on the show. That's for sure. And then I got shouted down because people can change in 20 years. And I said, I haven't changed one iota in 20 years.
2: That is a factual statement, folks. That is true.
1: <laughs> I don't know if it's a good thing or not. Oh, I didn't say that either. I just said <laughs> it's true.
2: <laughs> yeah, so uh, I, I like that after that episode, we get – to the Ahsoka I think we all sort of expected to see. You know, the one that we saw Rosario play in The Mandalorian, more or less, you know? Yeah. not one sort have- of burdened by, by the weight of being the Padawan of Anakin Skywalker, which, again, it felt like something new for the character. And I'm not really sure it required exploring, but I ultimately sort of ended up glad that they did because you got those cool mm-hmm. moments between uh, Anakin and Ahsoka that, that probably needed to happen at some point.
1: Yeah. Honestly, I don't feel that enough of those moments. Mm. I feel a lot of Ahsoka is just kind of staring, saying very little. Sure. And then fighting, and which, which is cool. I want to know about the last 25 years of Ahsoka. I know, I know. And we're getting, Focus.
2: you know, just <laughs>
1: eye-dropped <laughs> little bits of Ahsoka knowledge.
2: Well, and, and, you know, there's a part of me that thinks that, like, now that they've... Season one, again, has moved the pieces around the board where they want them. So maybe now we can kind of explore more of these elements. You know, maybe season two, when it's finally announced, you know, they open up and it goes back in time. And it shows what Ahsoka and Sabine were probably doing for the Rebellion during, you know, the Galactic Mm -hmm. Civil War. You know, what exactly they were up to. Kind of give us some hints of what was going on.
1: Um, You know, stuff like that. (laughs) <laughs> What's that? Playing Sabacc.
2: Playing Sabacc. Yep. Yeah, fair. <laughs> Clearly, it wasn't. It was not uh, uh, stopping Operation Cinder from happening. Which, when you played Battlefront Two, did you think that was gonna be as big a deal in the new continuity as it is? Like, my goodness.
1: No. <laughs> I know. I like the game.
2: <laughs> yeah, but you're like, you're like, oh, Bill Burr's character from The Mandalorian, yeah. part of Operation Cinder. Now listen, saw. He was we, there. We realized Night of a Thousand Tears. Oh, that was part of Project Cinder. Geez, Palpatine, vindictive vindictive guy
1: (laughs) are you surprised
2: (laughs) no not at all but it it it, i again i had no idea when battlefront 2 came out they sort of teased like oh there's gonna be this compass in it and like you'll see it in the last jedi when it comes out it's on luke skywalker's table and it means something to him and like that was sort of like the big tease to the 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 connection for all the continuity now apparently project cinder itself is just like everyone's like no that was cool we like that element we're gonna use that
1: (laughs) we're gonna use it as a as a plot point yeah all for it. Do you think they're going to split this show into two, and we're going to get a live-action Rebel show with with Hera, Jason, Ezra, Chopper?
2: So I, I, I and
1: then Ahsoka season two. But I, you think it, it's going to be, you know, um, Morgan Mindy spinoff from Happy Days?
2: <laughs> I have sort of wondered about that because I feel like there's a lot of story to tell, and if you try to keep it in one series, I, I it, it feels like it'll be somewhat limiting. You know, because yep. you'll be splitting half of an episode with Ahsoka and, and Sabine on Peridia doing, you know, chasing after Balan and whatever he's up to. And then you have to do the other stuff in the other galaxy. It feels like a – that feels like a lot for one show. That's going to be like eight episodes again or something like that. That feels like a too much for one series. It's, yeah. Especially the, way the, especially the way Star Wars seems to tell their stories these days.
1: Yeah, somebody's going to get shortchanged. Right. In that in that transaction.
2: Yeah, I feel like there's I feel like there does need to be like a, a live action rebel show at this point. And like why not? You know, those those actors and those characters are, are here. They've been cast. They probably have big contracts and, and deals to be in multiple different things. Uh, I think you also have to wrap the Mandalorian into this at some point because they've obviously painted that picture already. You
1: yeah. Know, I, I it's like, it's all leading to that movie.
2: All leading to that movie, exactly. So like as many shows awesome. as you need to tell that story are fine by me and I think most Star Wars fans are here for it, so bring it on. Yeah.
1: Where am I get? Where's Captain Rex? Where is he? I need to know.
2: Rex is on my list too. Like,
1: so surprised he wasn't in this season somewhere.
2: I mean, you got like that little that little cameo during the, in the world between worlds. Mm. It wasn't enough. I get it.
1: Not enough. I need <laughs> the old version. I want to see him alive after the Empire fell.
2: <laughs> no, I mean that's completely reasonable. I totally get it. Like yeah. I
1: want to see him crush a stormtrooper helmet. Yeah. Like on the battle, like on endor, like just crush a helmet terminator style.
2: I mean, you know that I need all the all the all the I need all the clone answers I can get. I need to know all these things. Yeah. I want to know what the clone, like no one we still don't really have an answer. Maybe the bad batch will get into it in their in their final season. Like we still don't really know the ultimate fate of the clones after after the birth of the Empire. Like, you know, I need Not to know these things.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, we, we see an old clone in Obi-Wan.
2: Right. And, you know, obviously... That's it. We, Rex links up with the Rebels at a certain point. But, yeah. But, I mean, there's a lot of clones out there still, and I don't know their fate, and that bums me out.
1: Cal gets them to Mandalore.
2: Well, see, so... I you, you you bring that up, but, like, no joke, I'm rereading those books right now.
1: They're so good, aren't they? They're so
2: great. <laughs> They're so good. They're, They're so, good. so great. And I'm just like... You know the, the the brilliance of these books is 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 sort of like the simplicity that it, it requires. Where it's like, oh yeah, no, like this guy's coming with an exit strategy for these clones that he's raised that he considers like children, basically like his children. Like, why can't Star Wars in its continuity tell me a story like this, where like somebody cares about the clones, and actually wants to help them?
1: Yeah, and it was making like an, an underground railroad, right? You know, we saw for clones it- to get out.
2: So – and I think I may have mentioned it during Kenobi. Like, we see an underground railroad for, for force-sensitive people. Yeah. Why don't we see one for clones? Why don't we see – for people like who, – who know they're about to be uh, – uh, um, what's the word I want to Phased use? out. Phased out. That's a good word. We'll go with phased out. That's a nice way of saying it.
1: It's the most
2: PC <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah. You know, and this, I'm sure
1: that's how target pitched it at his original meeting. If, if you
2: want yeah, if you want to be like a corporate guy, they're like, they're a redundancy now at this point. Since you, since you have enlisted officers, you know, from across the galaxy, they're a redundancy, a needless one at that. And they take up a lot of resources, apparently. So yeah, I, give me those clone and, answers. Like, let me know what they're up to. Why, I feel like we're off track, but I'm, <laughs> yeah. I had, I had to get that off my chest.
1: I agree with you. I want to know more about the clones as well. I don't think we're ever going to get that. Are we going to get live bad batch people?
0: Ooh.
2: What a thought that would be.
1: Mhm. Cuz they're, they're they're finishing their run
2: and they're they're different. They could show up. Some, tomorrow. We don't Morrison. know where they go.
1: An adult omega.
2: Yeah.
1: Ooh. If she survives the last season. I'm intrigued. It's, a, it, it's I would love to see as many of the surviving animated shows if they want to bring them. You know, you have Rex, and he's like, I know who to call. We're in trouble. I'm going to call some friends of mine. And then the bad bat shows up as old men.
2: I mean, that has to be the move, right? I mean, you, you, you have these elements. I think that's place. where they're going,
1: right?
2: I mean, if you're, especially if you're building towards this giant movie, if you want it to have right. the scale and the scope that a Star Wars film should have, yeah, bring it all home. Bring everything that Filoni's been, been yeah. laying track for for the last year. That's going to be the reveal years.
1: at the end of the movie trailer. Where it's like, I called in a friend. And like, Wrecker's going to come off with the same outfit. And he's just going to be old. And you're going to be like, oh, that's amazing. Old Wrecker. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I. You know. Bad Batch Season 3 is, is coming. Maybe we'll get some answers. But yeah, I, I, the fate of the clones <laughs> is, is paramount in my mind.
1: <laughs> yeah, trying, I got to rewatch Season 2 kind I don't remember where they finished.
2: Um. Interesting places.
1: Yeah, I got to watch it.
2: But, yeah, you know, like you said, I mean, we're building up to a movie. I, I feel like another Star Wars show makes sense to tell the story of Thrawn in the other galaxy against the awful New Republic that deserves to be
1: destroyed. By... <laughs> yeah, they're not doing great stuff. <laughs>
2: Good Lord, am I a bad person for saying that or like, they no. suck, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not great. You've they... seen them be bad in and or. Um... Mandalorian. Right, right. I now, was going to say Andor. That wasn't uh, them in Andor. They weren't great there either.
2: <laughs> but at least in Andor, it's the Empire. Like, we get it. it, it, yeah. it you see, when you, when you see them in The Mandalorian last season, like, there's still too, way too many shades of, like, oh, this feels like Andor still. <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. gross. You know, and like, <laughs> there's that scene when uh, uh, um, I'm blanking on, the, on the, the, the clone guy's name now. Uh, when he after his big thing at the opera hall, right, and like the 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 elite one percenter guy doesn't even know who the government is anymore. Because, yeah, it's <laughs> like it's all just the same nonsense. And I was like, yeah, that's actually a really big statement for the Star Wars galaxy. Just substituting yeah. one. Is is Mon Motha
1: the ruler?
2: I I think she is the head of. She's the a key Republic. figure. Is yeah. she the
1: head like she was? You know, she was in the books of the EU. Yeah,
2: well, in the, in the new one too, she's she is like. Um, um, the, the, the Chancellor of the New Republic. I believe yeah. that's the title okay. for her. Yeah. And, you know, how many elements from those, those new canon books are they going to bring in? I'm not 100% sure of. I don't know if they need to necessarily. They're laying a lot yeah. of, you know, they're, they're setting that up pretty nicely too. But it is sort of funny because you can go back to that EU and sort of, I don't think it was overt, as overt in the, in the old EU as it is now where it's just like, oh, the New Republic, they stink. They suck. Like, this is what our heroes fought for? Trash. Straight trash.
1: I don't remember it being like that in the book, though. It was just like utopia.
2: But you had like the, you had like those senators who were like you know like, like Borsk Filia, right? Like, I
1: knew you were gonna bring that. that <laughs> you know I first. love those boffins mm-hmm. and we still haven't seen Bothins. So we, we
2: haven't seen any boffins in the new canon, and that bothers me to no end.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. They died for nothing, apparently.
2: <laughs> and and, and uh, Bo, uh, Borsk, you know, remember he gets to be the chancellor right when the Vong show up. So you probably love him I for know. that. <laughs> Didn't handle that no. real well, did he?
1: <laughs> no, he gets – doesn't he get, like, murdered, like – Pretty uh, badly. He, he, Vector Prime, right? Oh, no, no, it's the second book. It's I, the second I think book. He, I
2: think he lasts further than the first book, yeah. Uh-huh. But I, I think the Uzzaman basically crashed their ship into the Senate Hall. Into yeah. it, 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 not, like a, not like a kamikaze kind of crashing, just like a – our seed ship's going to come down here, and that's where we're going to spill yeah. out all over Coruscant, right on top of so, a so cool the <laughs> They were so
1: cool in no, the beginning. They were so cool.
2: Yeah, that book series went too long. That was the problem.
1: Yeah, yeah. When you sign him for like twenty five bucks, like, oh no, 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 <laughs> like ten. Let's tell him ten. Yeah, take it down a notch, fellas. Come on. <laughs> way too much padding. But somebody just flick those Jedi out of the way. They're just so. I definitely,
2: you know, I, de- I. All right. Well, if if the Uzong were to show up, I definitely think they stay mm-hmm. in that galaxy. They do not make the crossover. That becomes like the threat that. Ahsoka well, I, I
1: think has the whole season off, right? would be to. Like seal up the 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 hole or however they're trying to get across. Okay, like it would be a, a you know a race to stop them right. from their invasion. That makes sense. Okay, but I mean, how big of a threat are they if one star destroyer is holding them off?
2: Yeah, but I mean, that's how that's how that's how, like.
1: It the is the level Thrawn. of
2: BA that Thrawn is, all right?
1: Yeah. Well, that's that's, a, that's one of my complaints about Thrawn. I was like, I never felt like he was three steps ahead like you do in the books. Yeah. I chalked it up. He doesn't have the resources. That's that's. He fair. does the best he can. Like, he has nothing left at this point.
2: That, and, that, and he's
1: still best three Jedi. So that's sort of like one of the And he lets that, them know the whole time I'm I ahead don't. of you.
2: I know, but that—that that, that was one of the things I think I talked about, like around like episode six or seven. I was like, like, why doesn't Thrawn have his starter story like packed and loaded already, like ready to go? Like, like, why do we like? Oh, they showed up. Like now we can begin loading. Like I'd be packed and ready to move. Let's go. I
1: think he was out fighting. You think, that, think recent. He's const- that recent? he's that recent. Yeah, I think he's constantly fighting.
2: I mean that makes sense. And yeah, he's know holding. I- he's
1: holding. Oh,
2: I speculated that like whatever was being kept in that the night sisters temple there couldn't be removed too soon. But I mean, I don't really know. They haven't given us that information.
1: I mean, obviously bodies.
2: Right, but I mean like, you know, maybe there was a reason why they couldn't just be packed up and loaded on, on the Chimera, you know, awaiting rescue. You know, maybe there as a reason why they had to stay down in in those temples. Maybe they're like hooked up to something or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, that they, they've slows. Never... Yeah, they've never given us that information. Or maybe they had to be like, well, maybe are like Dracula's and they had to be in the soil or something. I don't know. When
1: they're in the pods in the trees on Dathomir. Right. Yes. They can just stay there forever. That's just like their resting spot.
2: Right, but they're in the trees, right? So be, they're being So the trees are the protected from the elements. Yeah, so they're, they're getting some kind of sustenance, I so, would imagine, from the, from the trees to kind of keep them from decaying too badly. So maybe there's something like that going on. But again, if that's the case, you know, you can give me that information. It can just be a throwaway <laughs> line, you know. Uh, you know. Uh, again, I, the, I suppose the biggest knock I have on the show is like, I just like, I have so many questions. Just give me more information. Tell me more. I'm like, I'm like Starship Troopers. Like, would you like to know more? Yes. Yes, I would. Tell me. Where's please. the button to, for yes? <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh. Just fill in some blanks for me, please. I want to know. That's that's my biggest knock on the show is I want to know more.
1: Yeah. I definitely want to know more, and they get there were zero answers pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I guess you see the Mordor statue, and you're like, "Oh, I I guess that's what he's (laughs) after—to to to stop the cycle somehow."
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, again, tell me more. Tell me more about Balin. Tell me more about Shin. I want to know what he's looking to do. I want to know, you know, he he's such an interesting character. You know, he's not a Dark Jedi. Thrawn calls him a mercenary. I mean, I guess he is a Dark Jedi. He's not a Sith, though. Um,
1: yeah, I, I I was calling him a dark Jedi yeah. because he says he's not a Sith, right? But he uses the Force. Yeah,
2: and he has like these orange, this cool like Halloween orange lightsaber. It's awesome. But yeah, I mean this is another character like so he's mostly over, evil. Wait, what have you been up to? Like, wh- where were you during the Galactic Civil War? Like, you clearly were a Jedi during the Clone Wars, but did you walk away? Did you you know before Order sixty six? Or did you escape from Order sixty six? Uh, what have you been doing?
1: I mean, Thrawn has that information. I'm sure he looked it up. Because they they have that database.
2: I know, but I just I'm just saying as an audience, I want the information. Oh, I
1: know. Well, you should go on Wikipedia and see if they've updated but that's, the.
2: But that's the, thing the that's database. Gonna, that's the thing that's gonna annoy me, right? Like in in a year, I'm gonna get like, uh, I'll see a, the advanced solicitation for some uh, Star Wars Marvel comic where it's like Balin Skull's backstory right here, and I'm like, no, yeah. I want on the show. Come on. I was just gonna ask
1: you. I was like, are they still doing like tie in comics?
2: Uh, not for not for this yet, but they probably will. Are they doing it for time. the
1: Mandalorian or any of the other shows?
2: Uh, actually, this period they seem to be staying away from. Right now, they're, they're letting Filoni tell his story the way he wants oh. to tell his story.
1: Oh, oh, I was like, I wonder if it's like an old school like George Lucas can't talk about this time period thing.
2: No, I mean the the main Star Wars comics right now are currently really entrenched in the in the era in the in the period between Empire and Jedi. Um, and, okay. then, and then you got a bunch of High Republic comics, and then like s- a smattering of, of like rando miniseries here and there. But like nothing really in like the, the, the Mandalorian Ahsoka timeline. Yeah, like and the that, five in years, period, years that, after. Yeah, that New Republic era, not necessarily. You know, and the. All right, this is going to be a cheap shot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm not. I, I can't resist. The only thing. That bums me out is I know Thrawn, you know, it's all obviously it's it's all going to go awry at some point because the first order will rise. Yeah. And that bums me out to think that that's the
1: next step. (laughs) Uh, It's okay. I I got a fix for you. Um, He lets them rise because he goes home to the chess ascendancy where he's been trying to get back to this whole time. He does, honestly, he doesn't care about the empire. He's over it. He's done. He's done. He's done. It's they lost. He's okay with it. He's keeping up appearances to keep his men in line. Yeah, and to be to be the leader they need. As soon as he starts smelling unknown regions, <laughs> he's going to send a little message out for a Skywalker to come and pick him up.
2: I I did really like when, when you know when we get to, when we finally get to that episode where they they introduce Thrawn, and you know he's. He's he's coming coming through the stormtroopers, and they're chanting his name like this, like mm-hmm. this cult like sycophants. I love that so much, and I yeah. wish they had done a little bit more with that. Like I wish we kind of had a, the chance to. I wish there would be a character that would kind of give us uh, that that imperial perspective on why Thrawn is the leader that that commands this kind of loyalty and respect. You know, we're, 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 as an audience who doesn't know that character, we're, they're just being told these things.
1: Yeah, I want Th- that to hasn't see, read the books. So. Yeah,
2: I want people to see that Thrawn is, is is a good commander who's worthy of this sort of admiration. Yeah, and you know, I don't, I don't think any of your brothers read through the books. I mean, like for them, was was Thrawn like a compelling character, or are they sort of like tapped out? They're like, I don't know who this guy is.
1: Brian's basically like, I'm tapped out, and and honestly, I go crazy like when he shows up in that in our podcast where I won't stop talking about how much I love him, how cool he is.
0: <laughs>
1: you know, it's, it's you fall in love, <laughs> and then you see a new version of that love, and you fall in love all over again. But yeah. they they see him as cool, but they, it's not the same level that you or I would have because we've been so into the character for so long. Yeah, we're and we're nuts. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, I too. I mean, we are Ron
2: fans. We would be changing his name, too.
1: Yes, oh, so. I was the whole time, <laughs> and that's why it's. I don't think he because they're gonna need a main villain for the movie that's coming.
2: All right, yeah. I mean, I mean, you're you're building right now. All now.
1: we have is Thrawn, or or maybe Force God. Okay, sure. Can shoot through, and that's why I'm hoping it's the because then you can get the Chiss Ascendancy to come through. You can get a bunch of people.
2: I'm perfectly happy with Thrawn being like the main bad guy here for this big God. film like 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 let's use these shows to keep propping him up and him building this new empire like him or you know organizing the warlords you know we, we saw yeah. in uh was it is it the Mandalorian right Mandalorian. We, yeah, Mandalorian. We, we saw we saw yeah, Palpatine shows
1: up with a glorious mustache
2: yeah i mean like yes yeah, like like Thrawn has allies in this galaxy let's see him uh, uh, bring the imperial remnant together let's see him Bring the the Sisters back. Let's see him continue to bring allies to his side of the fight. Who all, all these characters? I mean, like I said, the New Republic's a joke, and we can't be the only ones who see it. There's probably no. a bunch of, bunch of people in the galaxy that are like, you know what? They do suck. <laughs> these these rebels, these clowns, they know what they're doing. Like bring back, you know, order. Bring back the yes. Empire. Like. You can build Thrawn into that villain, but at, at the same time, you have to show us why he's different than Vader and the Emperor and all the other Imperials that have come before. And he's doing it for the, the greater good. But The, <laughs> the greater good. That's yeah. the one thing we haven't seen yet from Thrawn. It's like, why does he command this level of respect? And I really wish they'd get to it.
1: Also, he, he joined the Empire to stop a greater threat for the Chiss. We still don't need – we assume it's the grisk.
2: Right, and but again, you are bringing elements in from the books, and that maybe don't actually exist.
1: I don't. They're new books, though. They haven't been discounted. They yet. They haven't been
2: discounted yet. But you know, they're 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 going to pick and choose what elements they want to incorporate. Yeah. You know, but I mean, I don't get me wrong. I'd love to see the Shis Ascendancy show up. Uh, I'd love to see more of that stuff. Like, bring it.
1: Yeah. Arolani show up. You're going to lose your mind.
2: I'm going to lose my mind. It's going to be phenomenal. I can't wait. So, like, uh, the 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 possibilities are endless. I just. I just, I just want there to be some. At some point, there has to be some kind of character who can explain Thrawn to an audience who maybe doesn't know him of why he is to be respected and feared at the same time. Yeah. You know, we didn't really
1: get that. It's going to be his first engagement with the New Republic, where it's going to be just like in the original trilogy, where Thrawn shows up with like one star destroyer against. I think a big fleet, mm-hmm. and I, f- I don't even remember how, but he wipes out that entire fleet, and they're like, oh no, what just happened there?
2: Is he going to go looking for dreadnoughts
1: now that he's back? He and look
2: for a fleet of dreadnoughts that are missing?
1: that's no, a deep cut. That's <laughs> a deep cut right there. I forgot all about the dreadnoughts.
2: Oh yeah, I mean,
1: come on. <laughs> that, that fleet that just jumped away till it was convenient for it to jump back.
2: <laughs> hey, Yeah, but he figured out where it was and jumped back too. That's right. Smart guy. He's a smart
1: guy. <laughs> yeah. Look, he had he had several layers to that plan.
2: <laughs> There's a lot of plate spitting on that one, yeah. but he's a man for it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it all ended with him getting stabbed in his chair, though. Oh, spoilers for a 30-year-old novel. I, I spoiled <laughs> it also really, really fast on my podcast. <laughs> like, it, it, I mean, if it's a 30-year-old book, can it be spoiled at this point?
2: No. Of it, it's a
1: book that's been redone I, I was, also.
2: I was teasing you. But yeah. I, I'm with you. It's totally fine.
1: <laughs> also, did that Noki survive Rebels? I don't remember. I don't think so. Rook. Rook. Did yeah. Rook live?
2: No, I don't think he does.
1: Oh, okay. I okay. To, is is, to, is Rook kicking that. out there somewhere?
2: No. I, I'm i pretty sure he met a fairly gruesome fate by animation standards. Um, I will have to look into that. I, I, you know, I can't,
1: He was fighting like Zeb or something, right?
2: Yeah, I thought he got, like, got pushed in like a... Stars or exhaust port or something. Right. Which, oh,
1: maybe it's you know something. <laughs> Look, Maul lived.
2: <laughs> that was oh yeah, that was that was my that was one of my favorite rumors about about the about the the Maru character. It's like it's Maul into that mask. I was like, oh my god, can we just let Maul be left alone?
1: He died on Tatooine. Oh no, no.
2: <laughs> yeah, no! We saw that happen we saw again. we saw it happen,
1: people. It was full circle.
2: It was beautiful. <laughs> Tear to my eye. <laughs> yeah,
1: it it could be Darth Revan, Darth Scion. There are a bunch of other Darth out there.
2: There's so many Darths out there. Bring it me.
1: It could have been Star Killer.
2: I mean, that was a big rumor. I don't know if you yeah, heard that. That, that was a big rumor I love
1: that rumor. Yeah. And I was like, he's not fighting like Star Killer. It's not Sam under <laughs> there, but if he had like uh, screamed and like double thrusted, I would have been like, "Oh, that's awesome." I don't think
2: he's talked about it publicly, but like, I mean, that that like led to the Star Killer rumors was like, that apparently Sam Witwer did the voice, like the the very minimal voice work for for the uh, character.
1: Oh, I didn't know he did. I saw you doing interviews. I didn't know why. I just assumed people were like, "Hey, you're a Star Wars guy. Let me talk to you." Well, actually, <laughs> he was he, like, okay. him and his brother have like a
2: new Dungeons and Dragons book out, so. And not not like a novel, not like a
1: fiction, or fiction,
2: not like, not like a story, like like an actual like. Hey, this is a book oh, about the game. Man.
1: Oh, they they wrote um a campaign. Did they write a module. campaign too? I don't know. I, I'm asking.
2: Uh, this is no. It's like a book about like how great the new fifth edition is, and like all the characters and the monsters and stuff for it.
1: Oh, okay, okay. It, they didn't write their own story or anything. No,
2: no, no. It's not like that. But like, I know he's been doing. Uh, he and his brother have been doing a bunch of signings in the L.A. area for the for the book. Mm. Which would be cool to go to, but I don't want to go to L.A., so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> who else did we not talk about? Uh, I mean, we haven't talked about Hwang, but him, Hwang's awesome. What else do you need to say? Awesome. Yeah, loved him.
1: Uh, it has that great story about knowing um, Freddie Prince, <laughs> um, Kanan? Yeah, Kanan. And, like, you know, like, having all those lightsaber parts... So when they're on the uh, the other side, Ahsoka can just rebuild her lightsaber. You know they have the parts.
2: Yeah, I mean it was, I, I, it is funny you brought up re- rebuilding Ahsoka's lightsaber because I, I thought it was interesting that uh, she lost one in this one in a very definitive manner. But yeah, I mean she could easily have two again. Yeah,
1: she'll have to next season. So that was
2: that was one thing I wondered about. Uh, 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 you know, obviously they're they're in the T six. You know, lanes have been trained there. They build their lightsabers there, which is very cool. Getting to see kind of like live action, them putting together the lightsaber in a way like we used to do in the in the we did in the last video game in the yeah. you know, Jedi Survivor or whatever. You know, that was fun. That was mm-hmm. cool. It was great. But but my question: Do they just have like a, dra- a drawer full of kyber crystals in that ship too? Yep,
1: yeah, they yep. must.
2: Right? Like that must be a thing.
1: Uh, yeah, they, they would have to. I mean, Ezra makes one <laughs> real easily.
2: That was, that was the only question I had about that scene. I was like, I guess they just have a drawer of Kyber laying around? Okay, cool.
1: That's yeah,
2: awesome. But, I mean, that's not the process, obviously. Like, you're, you know, your Kyber kind of chooses you. We saw it in the Clone Wars.
1: They choose you in that box. One will choose you.
2: Now, though, then again... And, you know, we didn't see how Luke got his green kyber, so we don't know how that, you know, worked out either. He so. walked
1: into a cave and found a patch of, like, crystals, <laughs> and he kept, like, searching through it until he found the color he wanted. <laughs> and then he left that cave. There were some big, like, arach- like arachnid bugs in there that he would have to kill. Of course, I'm talking about Knights of the Old Republic video game. I was
2: just going to say, wait a second, fella. This sounds <laughs> vaguely familiar. This sounds
1: familiar. I remember doing this several times, <laughs> looking for the correct lightsaber color. <laughs>
2: Oh man. Yeah, but uh, it was it was great to see Huayan come back to life and he, he always imparting like great you know, little pearls of wisdom every episode. Loved it. Uh, yeah,
1: he, he was awesome. You know, oh. good. Oh, oh, sorry. You froze for a second on my screen. Uh all the characters, everyone they brought into play to bring the characters to life. I thought well, everyone was great. Yeah. Like the Ezra char- like the I'm not familiar with the actor, but Immediately likable. Yeah. You immediately like him, and you're like, oh, I mean, until he starts running towards Thrawn. I liked him until that moment, and then he made a choice.
2: <laughs> did you like him in uh, – uh, did you like Ezra, uh, uh, the the combat sequence where he doesn't have a lightsaber, just using his force power? Loved,
1: Loved it. I thought it was really cool.
2: I just thought he'd be, super, be a little bit more proficient, but maybe I'm picking nits.
1: I mean, what does he fought? He fought against some really, like –
2: well, according to, uh, according to you, he had to fend off the Uzan Vong for nine years. So I mean, he did it. <laughs> he just lived over with those. He
1: says like... he stayed far away from Thrawn and the Night Sisters when he woke them up from whatever slumber they were in. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me, so where... you know thrawn has been in contact with other people to find out where the Night Sisters were, but uh, I don't know. I guess they crashed on this planet.
2: Yeah, I mean, like they get this. What? Th- the Empire? Like Thrawn and his forces? Thrawn, right? yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm assuming that's just where, you know, the, the Purgle come out of hyperspace, and, they, and that was where they were able to kind of like be released or broke free or whatever at that point.
1: Yeah. Still annoyed by that.
2: <laughs> I mean, the. You know, looking back on it, like, I love the explanation for why Thrawn misses the Galactic Civil War, but now I, now. Yeah. Knowing what they're doing with Star Wars now, we're like, oh, this is even cooler because it's a fun way to bring him back too. Yeah, you know, and and you you know, you have to wonder at the same time. Like, did Filoni have like an idea in his mind to do this all down the road at some point? Is was he kind of setting himself up here?
1: No, I think it's just happy coincidence. Like,
2: I mean, it was, you know, I, mean,
1: I got this guy out of the way.
2: It was a pretty smart. I mean, it was a pretty pretty maybe
1: maybe by the very choice. end. Of rebels, he had an idea that how I can bring him back if if things break my way. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I'd love to know a little bit more if he if he'll ever talk about like you know uh, yeah. When the final season, I had an idea for another show. I didn't, you know, I thought it might be an animated sequel down the road, you know. But like once the Mandalorian came out, maybe he's like maybe I can adapt this at some point. Maybe the technology is finally here to do this in live action. I don't, you know, I don't know. I, I'd be curious because like it was an interesting choice for the way he removes Thrawn and Ezra from yeah. the conversation in the, in the Galactic Civil War. You know, like, like you don't have to ask that question. We're like, where was Thrawn? Because that's the most ambiguous thing about him in the, in the books when they first introduced him. It's like, oh, well, he was doing this special thing for the Emperor out in the Unknown Regions, fending off other bad guys that we didn't know anything about. You know, you know it makes sense in the book and it sort of intrigues you to like, oh, what's going on in the rest of the galaxy? But at the same time, it's like, yeah. well, that's kind of convenient at the same time.
1: Yeah, also they don't really get into that that much either.
2: The, the best strategy guy that the Empire has, and they're like, oh, "Hey, go fight the other guys instead."
1: <laughs> I don't see with the old Theron thing. I would have just preferred that he heard the Emperor died, <laughs> and like he was like, "Nope, not on my watch." Not and he just shows watch. up, like he, you know, he's out there in the unknown regions, but that's his his, his kingdom. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, yeah. he heard his boy died. And he's like, "No, I gotta take care of that. I don't like that." Uh,
2: again, regardless of of what the motivation was for the choices that Felony made at the end of Rebels, I'm super glad that he's bringing it back and and, and kind of paying it off and and uh, giving us old head fans like us, you and me, <laughs> yeah. that, that those kind of moments that we've been talking about for thirty plus years. It's, yeah, awesome. it's
1: awesome. It's awesome. It's
2: awesome. So even even if it is going to be something of of I don't want to say, like, watered down, but, like, a, a, a modified version of that that Amazing Thrawn trilogy. Um, I'm here for it. But I do want them to bring... I, I want them to figure out how to bring in the characters that need to be here for it. Like, they, they got to figure out the Luke thing. They got to figure out, you know, if they're going to do something with Leia and Han. I mean...
1: Just recast and let's go.
2: That's my plan. Aaron Alder Give, has give the next generation
1: of actors a chance.
2: Hey, Aaron. Er, er, you know, you know, I'm a big fan of uh, Alden Air, Aaron Reich's Han Solo. Yeah. Bring it back. So, let's do he's it.
1: the right age to be Han Solo right now.
2: Yeah. And we can, we can just gloss over the whole Han Solo is a deadbeat dad thing. We'll just, you know, like we'll have a young man uh, there. It's perfect.
1: Please. Please. Please.
2: <laughs> yeah. Show me some nice moments with this kid before he decides to be a deadbeat. Yeah. You know, like let's kind of like
1: you know bring lando in somewhere yeah. and have lando just be awesome i was
2: going to say i don't want to say i don't want to say like like let's redeem the characters that the sequels ruined but we like, we we kind of need to redeem the characters that the sequels ruined a little bit here <laughs> yeah. you know our, our heroes got a little little tarnish on them in those sequels we need to kind of show them in in the good light again
1: <laughs> yeah. do kids now like the sequels
2: i uh, i don't know i mean i know there's an audience for it but it, yeah. I've, I've yet to really meet them
1: yeah it, 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 because each character I see now I just know where we're headed in 20 years.
2: It's a little yeah, for for me uh, who's not a big fan of the sequels, I'm a little depressed by that.
1: Yeah. And nothing, you know, people people you meet now and you like doesn't matter. They're going to get Kylo Ren in 20 years.
2: Well, I mean, and that like like you were saying earlier, like do we just make like Grogu and Jason and all these young force users just do we just put them in a different galaxy for a little while so they don't get (laughs) kylo
1: Yeah, The Night Sisters are going to touch Thrawn's temples and they're going to give him a vision of the future. He's going to see what's coming. He's going to realize I need to protect Jedi and he's going to flip sides and he's going to be the Underground Railroad and he's going to save them all.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm here for that story too. I am.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If if you want to hear me pitch 400 Thrawn stories that I want to see happen.
2: Well, I mean, and that's sort of the... Th- okay, so that's sort of the thing, right? Like, we're building to this whole big, massive conflict. This whole The the, the culmination of this New Republic era of Star Wars stories. And, you know, we, we sort of alluded, alluded to it already. Like, is this New Republic even worth saving? Because we know what happens when the next threat arises. They don't pay attention to that one either. And it's just sort of... It's, it, there's sort of a, like, eh... Do I care that much now?
1: They seem to have no action towards anything ever.
2: <laughs> but we know ultimately in, unless you're, unless your unless your vision comes to terms of fruition, <sighs> we know the throne will ultimately lose here and that the yes. new order will the, the first order will rise in its place and it's just like
1: yep. eh. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just
2: very lackluster uh, about that.
1: It's I, it's, I was holding out hope that Thrawn was like playing a deep game, deep fake. But when, he, when he's given the the jabs at Ahsoka and he's about to leave,
2: oh, what, way to twist the knife there too. Like, what a great you know, job it was he
1: awesome. does. It was awesome. <laughs> but he's like, "Hail to the Empire." I was like, "Oh,
2: oh." It's <laughs> hard to
1: fake that. Even before that,
2: he's like, he's like, "I know who your master was. Who's to say you're not a lot like him?" Was like, that oh. was some <laughs> of my
1: favorite shit from the book. Is uh, and I just cussed kind of, for the first time on this podcast like an hour and a half in. That's such BB <laughs> bb eating
2: it, huh? <laughs> yeah, I know,
1: man. That's some that's some sauce right there. <laughs> it's doing so well. I was proud of you though. Nah, I lost my. You had a great I lost run. point. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, don't worry. No, I mean you were talking about uh the the books and the way Thrawn twists the knife and all those things. Oh,
1: it, it, it's. He gets around Vader after doing a mission with Anakin Skywalker. Right, right, right. And he yeah. does subtle jabs at Vader that I love so much where he's like, I know who you are already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like none of these dumb dums know who you he's are. Like,
2: he's like, oh, yeah, I used to know a Jedi would get angry like this too. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, okay, okay.
1: The Ronnie boy, it took five seconds. I know exactly who you are.
2: No, he's, he's, doing the, he's doing the thing. He's like pointing at his eyes and your eyes. He's like, I see
1: you. I see
2: you. <laughs> <laughs> i know you <laughs> yeah so i mean i don't want to i don't want to be like that guy i don't want to like bum anybody out but it's like it's hard get super excited i mean i i hope there's some really cool moments and some cool reveals coming up to to keep building Thrawn into, into like this great threat but it does bum me out that like you know we, we already know it the uh, that we we already know he can't win he can't yeah. win and this new republic stinks he probably should win. Yeah. He should win. <laughs> he probably he should. should win. The New Republic—they're—they're they're awful. Like Leia's vision, uh, uh, Mon Mothma's vision—it ain't happening.
1: No, it's gonna fail, and then no, it's gonna lead to Starkiller Base or whatever. Yeah,
2: and then I gotta deal with Starkiller Base in the first order, and you know Huck and all these guys, and I'm just—I don't—I don't, I don't wanna—I I, want to skip that. <laughs>
1: I would love to skip it. I don't I, think it's going to happen. You know,
2: and I, I don't want to be one of those Star Wars podcasts where we, we get all crazy and like, oh, well, they could use the world between worlds to change the timeline and do all these things. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that guy. Right. All right. <laughs> Anyways, let's let's take a minute to go, go, go collect ourselves and we'll finish this all up.
1: Right. Thank you.
2: All right. So we're back with Reagan from Come On It's Still Good, a great movie podcast. That I do highly recommend it. And I'll be going back and listening to their Ahsoka episodes now, so I can hear all the wild speculation that never came to pass. Can't wait. Yeah,
1: by now, I th- I think our our last episode seven and eight are dropping, either by the time you're listening to this or tomorrow. You know, but just subscribe, rate, review while you're there. You know, that's fun. That's right. Subscribe Everybody to po- loves to rate. Subscribe review. to
2: my podcast so you can hear Reagan talk about his perfect idea. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had one question and. Uh, it, it came up. This was like something that I didn't think about. I hadn't thought about until this morning when a, a podcast that I know you and I both listened to, but I'm hoping you listened to today's episode, the Tony Kornheiser podcast.
1: I did. You so you right. heard Greg Garcia today, right? You
2: heard Greg Garcia today talking yes. about the writers' strike, and I one, did. one of the things he mentioned that I thought was very very interesting from a Star Wars perspective was that there's now now apparently there's there's language in the writers' guilds contracts. Mm that there have to be writer's rooms with a minimum number of writers in them. Yeah. For shows like The Mandalorian and Ahsoka, I was curious if you thought, like again, like, you know, for The Mandalorian, it's been Jon Favreau, basically all the way through. Uh, Filoni's mm-hmm. gotten co-writing credits on a couple episodes. Uh, but with Ahsoka, it's been Filoni writing all eight episodes solo. I was curious if you think this is a good or bad thing for the future Star Wars shows to have more of a uh, involved
1: writer's room. Yes. I think it's it's good to have writers and I, not just computers. Well, yes. no, no,
2: not computers, but I mean, oh, like, oh. like, one voice. You know, like, obviously with the Mandalorian, uh, it's been Favreau is, like, the lone voice in yeah, most of okay. it. okay. You know, for, like, for Ahsoka, it's been Filoni seeing that through.
1: I'm fine with multiple voices. One needs to be the loudest. Sure. In the most opinion. As long as there's a, a clear direction. Mm-hmm. And they're not running in eight different, you know, uh, glass shatters or tangents. It's Have a point. I don't want the last trilogy where it's going one way, let's go another way. No, I'm going to go back on that first way to get kind of close to where I was. I don't want zigzags. I want a straight story. Yeah,
2: well, I mean, you know, this. So this however, past,
1: I can get to that. I'm fine with w-
2: one of the big knocks on the Mandalorian has always sort of been like this: this idea that there's like filler episodes, quote unquote. You know, the, the kind of pad, like that eight episode season or whatever it is, w- with a writer's room, and, and another writer being perhaps given a chance to do something fun and unique with the character, to get you know, but still furthering Favreau's vision as as the showrunner. I, I I think we might actually get kind of better Star Wars out of this.
1: Yeah, uh, filler episodes can be fun. If they had done when Jeyong and uh, Ahsoka are in the ship and he's like a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, and if they had done and done a just a random Jedi story. Yeah.
2: Like essentially like a bottle from, episode.
1: Yeah, a bottle episode from like a hundred years ago.
2: That would have been cool as heck.
1: Yeah, it would have been awesome.
2: Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm with you.
1: And so filler episodes are okay sometimes.
2: Well, but but so what I was ultimately getting at was, you know, there is – we this podcast loves Star Wars. This podcast loves all the Star Wars shows. However, there is one Star Wars show that has been just like the cream of the crop, and that in this, my, this host's opinion has been Andor. And yes. that was a show with a writer's room. It had yeah. Tony Gilroy's vision and direction, yep. and, and they they knew what the, the where the goalposts were, but they had different writers writing different episodes to further that story, to continually ratchet up the tension, to drive the drama. That show does not have filler that show was episodes. so intense. I loved it. Yeah, it does not have <laughs> filler. It doesn't have fluff. Like that is a, a that is as lean and mean as a show as you can get, and it had multiple writers. Uh, accomplished writers, at the very least. Yeah, but it had a spine. But it, yeah, and uh, these guys adding to what Tony Gilroy wants to do, and I think if you bring in the right people, you can have people adding to what Favreau wants to tell in the Mandalorian, adding yes. to what Filoni wants to do with Ahsoka. Um, I, I, you know, I don't know how this will all shake out as far as Disney goes, or if they will just be like, oh, here's a writers' room, but like, Filoni's still doing what he wants to do, or here's a bunch of writers, but like, you know, Favreau still overrides everybody. I, you know, I don't know. But I look at that gold standard that is Andor.
1: Yeah, and that—that's like, oh, what I want.
2: That is something to aim for, baby.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's you—you know, you have the spine, and then the the eight writers fill or the seven other writers. Yeah, and, fill know, it and, in.
2: And maybe you know, and you know, I don't know what the minimum is that with the, with the new contracts, or if it's based on per episodes or blah blah blah. Like you know, maybe with an eight episode show like The Mandalorian or Ahsoka, maybe you only need three writers. Sure, okay, fine. You know, and and you know, and it's still Filoni's vision, but. You're, you know, you're getting a couple different voices out there, kind of furthering the characters in a couple different directions. And Filoni's r- worked in writers' rooms. I mean, that's what Clone Wars and Bad Batch and Girls yeah. have been. So I'm kind of intrigued by the idea of this. I want to see if it happens on Star Wars. I do feel like sometimes the Mandalorian's been like too much of one voice. Like let's let's add some voices to yeah.
1: it. Um, more voices is never bad. Yeah, like I, like I said, I, even I, if they don't agree with you, <laughs> you could at least have a dialogue or a discussion about which is the best way to go.
2: Well, I mean, and it's good, you know, Farrow's a collaborative guy. I mean, he, you know, he he brought Felony aboard. They co wrote the Ahsoka episodes for season two of The Mandalorian. You know, let's, let's, but let's, let's give some other guys a chance, or uh, guys, I shouldn't say it like that, but like other writers a chance to, you know, get their, their paws on these characters and do something cool with them. Give them a chance. You know, a lot of great writers, remember, I want to bring up Star Trek again, but Star Trek Mm -hmm. had a lot of great writers because they had an open submissions program. Yeah, that's how Ron Moore got started. That's, that's how, how I was gonna say. That's how Ron Moore and Bracken also, Braga, right? Yeah, a bunch of great writers got their start because of open submissions. Now I'm not saying Star Wars needs to go that direction, but that's how you get no, a lot of color and a lot of different ideas, and you explore different elements of of the Star Wars mythology by having those different voices come in. Yeah, come into there,
1: play. There's there's already a lot of different voices from comic book writers to authors. That they could bring in for just idea sessions. Yeah. I mean... It, it, or collabs, whatever the kids are calling I, I, it now. I'm sure
2: there's a bunch of great creators in, in, in Hollywood who want to a, a, a crack at writing some Star Wars. And if they can get an episode of The Mandalorian, they can get an episode of Ahsoka. And again, you're still furthering feloni and, and Fabro's vision, but you, know, it, you just get a chance to kind of add to it as opposed to just having it being... And again... I, I don't necessarily agree with the that and are filler episodes, but you, you kind of take that away. And I just want to know your yeah. opinion if you sort of agreed or disagreed.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. And I like the filler episodes also, the Mandalorian. I, I never th- felt it like it was a side quest I like never some people did do. Either.
2: I never g- agreed with the side quest argument, but if you wanted to really make it a universe show, building, like you said, you know, just have a, this amazing through spine for your episodes, like, like Andor did, a yeah. writer's room might be a really nice touch.
1: Andor was so intense. I couldn't handle some of the episodes. Like oh, the the a heist, episodes the original was heist, a heart attack. Oh, <laughs> oh, I like just think about it now. Like my, my back got clenched.
2: No. I mean, and I, mean, I
1: know that he makes it out. I've seen <laughs> the movie. I know he. I know he's fine, oh, but you know what? I'm going to be tense whenever Andor season two happens. Oh yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. This. And I, just... I know
1: he's fine. <laughs> that
2: was the last thing I really wanted to say Uh, are there any other elements of Ahsoka you want to address right now in this very public forum to get (sighs) off your chest I mean
1: I feel I've laid my soul bare (laughs) I mean Thrawn's the best he should win always
2: always always and forever
1: just ascendancy I I support you You're you're my government of choice yeah. in the Star Wars universe. You know, it's I don't so... know a lot about you. I know there are houses. <laughs> that's about it. I don't even know how they work really.
2: You know, yeah, I mean that's sort of the thing. Like like the you know if if Thrawn's in charge, like I feel like it's less of a less less tyranny than the Emperor <laughs> but you know, I like, I'm okay with order. <laughs> I don't yeah. want a tyrant, but you know, order's okay. Thrawn's not tyranty. <laughs> he doesn't seem tyranny to me either. So oh, I, guess what I, I guess what I'm saying is, you know, down with the New Republic. These guys suck. You know their yeah. bureaucratic red tape.
1: Get out of here. All, all hail Mithran yeah. Narodu. <laughs>
2: Discussing everything in a committee. Get out of here. Han Solo didn't have time for it. Neither do I. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but the Ahsoka show, I loved it. Lightsabers, space battles, all the things I wanted in a Star Wars show, including a great villain who I want to see yeah. more of. Uh, you, you expand the mythology. You're giving us a bunch of new stuff. Yes, I want more answers, but I was here for it. I, I love the episode. I love the show. I can't wait to rewatch it. I already started rewatching it. I'm having a blast. I think the Soka <laughs> show was a winner. Big big thumbs up for me.
1: All right, Big thumbs up. You I mean, you missed Star Troopers, Zombies, Mandalorian. So, yeah, dude. Yeah. dude. Has everything.
2: Dude, you know what I want?
1: So, no space battles, right?
2: Or no space yeah, had battles space either. And everything. And everything. and yeah. everything. And you know, you you sort of hinted at something that I want to see next season, which is Thrawn zombie army versus Mandalorians. Do you yeah, that's awesome, right? Do you know how happy that will make me. <laughs> I'll have an entire episode just about like whatever that scene is. <laughs> I'll talk about that for forty-five minutes, no problem. <laughs> All right. Anyways, Reagan. Thanks for hanging out. Go ahead. Give the people – tell the people how to find you and what you're up to on the Come On It's So Good podcast.
0: You can
1: find us at CoSGPod on Instagram and Twitter or CoSGPod.com. The episode coming out as you're listening to this is Rollerball, 1975, not the 2002. <laughs> We're talking James Kahn. Jimmy Kahn. At, at the peak of his powers. The peak of his conness. Yeah. Oh, so good. I mean – like talk about a force on screen is James Con. Did
2: you, did you yell out "Con"
1: on the podcast? No, you should have in my life
2: all the time. Missed opportunity for the podcast.
1: I don't yell "Con" a lot. Yes, I'm saving it for yes, when we finally do too. a live episode <laughs> and we do like Star Trek Two because I think that's the only way I can, I can get that episode to fly. <laughs> A it's it's an obvious G. Nice. It's an obvious G. Like okay. it's 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 a little too obvious. Okay. okay. What kind of monster would be like Star Trek Two stinks? <laughs> Crazy people.
2: <laughs> All right. And what, what episode can they look forward to next from you guys? What do you got coming up?
1: Um, the, the, next week is the start of our Hortoberfest. Hortoberfest the, coming up. Tease it. That's right. The fourth ever Hortoberfest, or as we call it, Fortoberfest. And the first movie coming out of the gate, Shaun of the Dead.
2: (laughs) Oh, Which you've gone as Halloween as
1: Shaun. I have, yes. I I had red on me and everything. It might be multiple years, right? Uh, One year, and then I went as a zombie the next year. But I wore the same shirt. So I guess you could say Shaun didn't make it in my universe.
2: (laughs) All right, my friend. Thank you so much for hanging out. I'm uh, so glad we got to do this. It's always fun to wrap up the shows uh, with you. So I'm glad we kind of get to continue this tradition. Uh, take care my friend I'll talk to you soon okay
1: thank you it's always a great time
2: and a boosh keep your bucket on brother vote A well,
1: I would never take off the bucket it's insane also the insane Sabine takes it off all the time it's crazy it's crazy it's crazy agreed
0: bounty hunting is a complicated profession
2: well there it is that was Reagan from the Come On It's So Good podcast so nice for uh, of, of him to hang out with us today and wrap up the first season of Ahsoka, and have a pretty, pretty big discussion about it. I know we got a lot of speculation, and maybe not so much into how the how uh, certain elements of the show played for us. But I think we, we were all on the same page by and large. And you know how I felt about each episode because we did those reviews. So, very nice time there. Uh, what do you think about our speculation? How much of it you think is going to happen? Do you agree, disagree with us? What do you think's next for these characters? For this, for for the show, you know, does this spin out into like a a, a new version of Rebels? Does you know a, a sort of a sister series to go along with this with the series? Um, what do you guys think's next? There's so many possibilities, so many things to kind of get into. Uh, the possibilities are endless, and as as we sort of discussed at the top of the of the episode, you know, if that actor strike does get resolved in the next week or so here, uh, perhaps. That's when the studios will begin to announce uh, their future plans for for what is next. You know, I'm I'm sure Feloni has his vision. I'm sure now that the writers' portion of the of the strike is over, maybe he's already hard at work on on what's to come as far as uh, season two of Ahsoka, whatever his contributions to ne- the next season of The Mandalorian will be, uh, and and possibly to his own film that will wrap up this entire this entire New Republic saga that we've been been uh, immersed in since. Since the debut of the Mandalorian, uh, so I'm 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 excited for that time. You know, again, if these uh, strikes do get resolved and the, and the actors get what they want to put the kibosh on this situation, yeah, it's it's going to be I think a lot of announcements, and we'll have a lot to look to look forward to for sure. And I can't wait till we get to those discussions going here on the podcast. That being said, um, you know, now that Ahsoka's behind us, it is time to get back to. Star Wars: The Clone Wars rewatch series. We are getting ready to kick off uh, the the uh, the abbreviated, the shortened season six. The 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 what was initially the final season uh, that that got the kibosh when Disney acquired Lucasfilm. You know they they immediately canceled the Clone Wars, and so we get the first bunch of episodes and. Ended up missing out on a lot of what sounded like really really important episodes that uh, came to life in different ways. You know, we we've seen the storyboards and the animatics for what was to be the Cad Bane versus Boba Fett episode. Uh, the Asajj Ventress arc that was supposed to kind of wrap up that character became the Dark Disciple novel. You know, there's a lot of those those elements uh, that that we've talked about in previous episodes of the podcast. Uh, come from this aborted season, but this is but importantly, this is a season that that begins to shape Order 66 and how it affects the clones that we've come to know and care for in those first five seasons of the show. Now we get to get a, a little bit more information, a little bit more context on why Order 66, Order 66, when it happens, how it happens so thoroughly and how effectively, uh, essentially by by taking the, by by making it so that the clones have no choice but to follow that order. So we'll we'll talk about that. I'm looking forward to getting into that. That is the opening arc for season six. is a big, big one tying into into Order sixty six and and sort of the, the the clones' role in it. So I'm really really excited to talk about that with all of you guys. Uh, just one little button for a second, because I didn't mention it. The this is my probably my second favorite Star Wars show right now, after Andor. I do think it it, it might. Get the, the nod just above, like those first two seasons of, of The Mandalorian. I'm I'm sort of on the fence about saying that officially. I, I still want to give season two of Mandalorian like like the the uh, a slight bucket lead on that one, but it's real close. It's two or three, for you know it's right there. Uh, so looking forward to more for sure. All right, my friends, a reminder: this is the Mandalorian podcast. I am your host, Nargai Tom. Thank you so much for checking out our small independent Star Wars podcast. Reach out to us on social media at Mando underscore Vision on Twitter and Instagram. You can email this show, MandoVisionTom at gmail.com. Make sure to like, subscribe, follow, and share this show with all the Mandalorians in your covert. If your podcasting platform allows it and you support the idea, give us those sweet, sweet, sweet five Star reviews. They really help the small independent shows like us stand out and not get lost in the extra galactic space between galaxies. We would really appreciate your help so that we don't get lost there. It doesn't sound pleasant. It doesn't sound fun. All right, Buckethead Nation, you are the best. Continue to be amazing Star Wars fans. Support people's new interests in Star Wars. Support them in however you can. Get them on board. Make sure that they know Star Wars is a place that's welcoming to them. And come back next week as we get back into Star Wars The Clone Wars. It's going to be awesome. All right, Bucket Nation, you take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. We'll see you soon. But remember, this podcast can only end one way. This is the way.
0: This is the way. This is the way. This is the way.